<laughs> this is our share right here, honestly. <laughs> Do I sound low? Am I tripping? Do I sound low? No, it sounds good. Yeah. It sounds good. Clubs are closed. You gotta get your, you gotta get your high somewhere. <laughs> One of the greatest songs I've seen ever. This is my shit right here. Uh, what are you pointing at him for? <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Gio with another episode of the podcast. Um, today, I got Jess and Richard on the podcast. What's up, Richard? How are you, man? How you been? What's up, guys? I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm actually, like, full of energy right now. I had some cold brew earlier. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm, like, mid-high of my, my caffeine. I cannot do fucking, like, cold brew. Honestly, that shit's too strong for me. And, like, the flavor, I'm just like, yo, I, I need a break from this. Like, <laughs> Coffee just does not do me like that. Really? Like, not nothing? Nothing. I could just have... Geo's coffee and still nothing. Like, if anything, I'll even get a little bit sleepy. Like, I could go for a nap. <laughs> That's crazy because I mean, I have I have some cold and I like my coffee strong. And I really don't like regular coffee either. I like I guess I'm like a little bit particular about the way I like drink my coffee. Yeah. Um, but no, like it's like I think it's like almost like a tradition thing where you like start your morning off, you drink some coffee, it gives you energy, and you're yeah. like just ready to conquer. Honestly, it gets you, like, super ready for the day. And, like, mm -hmm. some people have, like, a sick routine with their coffee. Like, I, yeah. it honestly, amuses me so much when people get into their coffee. Like, mm -hmm. like they scale it out and shit. And, like, <laughs> they burn their, their little, they, like, roast their own beans. They got their own like, little beaker right there, you know, They, like, for blend them the day up. Or, yeah. like, right as they, they're yeah. brewing up. Yeah, dude, that shit's fucking dope. But, honestly, sometimes, like, coffee in the morning will fuck up my stomach so bad. Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, you gotta be careful. oh, like. The whole day, I'm kind of just, like, trying to get this upset stomach, like, away from me, you know? Do you have any of, like, a routine with coffee at all? Or is um, it, like, you just have it in the morning? I have it occasionally. Like, oh, okay, on okay. the weekends sometimes. And then, like, like before, I would get it every single day and, like, get a couple of coffee. Or, like, I pretty much would get an iced caramel macchiato from fucking Starbucks. It's yeah. a girl-ass drink, but, like, it's all I know. Super you know sweet, what I mean? Yeah. It's all I know. And it's super <laughs> sweet. That's the only thing I hate about it. I'm like, yeah. can I get, like, no caramel on this shit? What, you want a snack, bro? Are you going to be good? All right, here we go. <laughs> Moment of silence. Yeah, sorry. We have to feed the dumb dog. <laughs> he roams the house. Thinks he owns the house. Honestly? He knows. Like, if he barks, he knows he's going to get a yeah, treat. Yeah, he knows. He he's on to you. Let's just leave him outside. He begs. Open the door and just, like, let him go. <laughs> He'll you. come back. Honestly, he won't leave. If, like, you yeah. actually left the door open, would he, like, take off? <laughs> nah, he's no. smart. He, he, he like, just goes sniffing around and then, like. You're going inside? Yeah. He'll like, go take off to the neighbor's house and go oh, say what's okay. up and shit. Because he knows, like, the walks to their places and stuff mm -hmm. and how it smells. He just goes, dips out, tries to go straight to their door and, like, try to get inside and shit, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. If they have gotcha. the door open, he's going to run straight into their place, honestly. Like, uh, that's okay. the place to go. No but, boundaries or nothing. But no he, boundaries. He, he will not leave, like. <laughs> no a, respect. Yeah, like, alone by himself. He's, like, a fucking, he's a wiener. You, he knows wiener. he has a good here. He knows he has a good honestly? here. Yeah. We pay and honestly, he <laughs> has, a, my child has a little bit of separation anxiety, so. Oh, okay. It, that's what, they get that if they're, like, with their with their like owners like if their owners are like overly affectionate affectionate when like they're younger right i think so i mean i'm to blame for that <laughs> yeah. and i'm always home anyway so oh, okay. he i'm a little attached to him as he is to me so he's all scratching at the door whenever yeah. you leave no i don't know because i'm gone but um not that i know of mm -hmm. um i know that, that he waits sense. at the door <laughs> i sound louder huh 
Yeah, no, no. I turned the volume up. Sorry, I cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that he waits at the door when I'm gone. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so honestly, I should have kicked off the podcast with this. I forgot about it. Honestly, I was like, I know, I didn't I was even at the really gas introduce myself. I was just like, yeah. I was going <laughs> to ask you how your day was, but honestly, you? you were sassy to me earlier, so I don't really care right now. <laughs> Quite frankly, she, she was trying to argue with me, bro. You should have seen that shit. It was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I gave her the option, too. I was like, you want to go? And she was like, nah. And then I left. She's like, why the fuck you leave without me? <laughs> You know what I mean? Fuck. All, right, all right, all right, I'm just not gonna. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna but throw anybody on the. So, so I was the at the. Here, <laughs> I was at the gas station, and um, like I'm getting the water and stuff in the beer, and like, there's this guy in there, like you know how they're like Middle Eastern. Yeah. There was another guy that was like Middle Eastern too, <laughs> and he was like flirting with the lady, and the husband's right there, right? Like he's Damn, all right dude. there chilling, and like he keeps flirting and shit, and like saying stuff. And he's like, I love you. Like, at one point he said, I love you, you know, to the lady. Yeah. And they were just like, get out of here, bro. Like, get out of here, you know? Like, he's just trying to, like, push the door. And he's, like, pu- no, he's actually, like, pulling the door when it's a push door. He just looks so dumb. But, like, he was smacked. Honestly, I don't know why it made me laugh so hard when I seen <laughs> it, though. I was like, bro, get out of here. I was like, push the door. Get out of here. Isn't that so awkward? <laughs> Whenever you watch, like, somebody, like, do, like flirting or like seeing their games. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not trying to see this. Like, man. bro. <laughs> I bet, like, for sure he knew that that was like, like they were married, you know? Mm-hmm, like, cause mm-hmm. it's a couple, like a yeah. sick old married couple, you know? And to like do that, like, bro, like he's just a drunk idiot at that point. You know what I'm saying? Get out of here. All right, bro. So some shit happened the other day, and I want you to tell me if we were in the wrong about okay. this. <laughs> if we we're in the right, right? Gotcha. Oh, no. All right. So. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't know we were gonna go here <laughs> so pretty much like we got into like kind of an argument with our neighbor the other day mm-hmm. so what happened from i, I would say uh, just disclaimer first, right? my neighbor is a pedophile that, like yeah. actually or like, like yeah, registered exactly. sex offender he yeah. had sex with the, someone 14 years or younger yeah it's on um, like the what is it the website called like Am- amber's amber's law or some shit yeah. like that yes gotcha. So I've always been kind of weary about him ever mm-hmm. since we kind of find out. My neighbor actually found out because she has a baby daughter. And like, yeah. they just got a weird vibe from yeah, they had another feeling. neighbor. So they picked, they like picked up my neighbor off of like just looking up the other neighbor. Mm-hmm. The other neighbor is uh, a pedophile too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're both the registered sex offenders. Um, so I've just been weary, you know, and I'm home alone. And then I just, I, I guess I have my been having my guard up mm-hmm. and my neighbor i kept hearing footsteps and i was like on facetime with geo mm-hmm. and i kept hearing like footsteps around like the entrance of our place yeah and i was like what the hell i think it's bobby our landlord like and we have ollie and we're not really supposed to have a dog and mm-hmm. ollie's loud as fuck so everyone that a comes. fucking huge burnout as it is yeah I was just like, ah, I don't want to check. And then when I finally went to go check, I o- I cracked the door open. And my first door, which is like my spring door, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, was like still closed. But I caught him like in the act of like picking up a package that was right on my door. Oh and he kind of got weird about it. He was like stuttering. He like got all red, like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, like what's going on you know and he's like i was just um i didn't really ask um i was on the face i was on still on the phone with geo so i just like open and he kind of started stuttering and he's like i was about to knock and give it to like hand it to you yeah and it was just weird like my package Mm -hmm. was at my doorstep literally yeah like you did not have to like 
Yeah. Go through all that, you know? It sounds like something you would say if you got, like, caught doing something that you weren't supposed to do and you had to make up a lie <laughs> yeah. at the moment, you know? Yeah, so, like, hey, I was going to give this to you. Like, uh, I'm home. Yeah. You don't have to give it to me, you know? Uh, it's also in front of my doorstep. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> leave that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, I, like, I didn't really mean to say this rude, but at the same time, um, I meant to say it, say it like assertively like firm you know mm -hmm. like but not in a rude manner either i was just like oh thank you but you can leave it and i was like oh and leave it for next time okay and yeah. then he was like oh okay and i was like okay thank you and then i just closed the door and i like looked to you on the phone and he was like that was weird yeah yeah and i was like what the fuck he's like well at least you told him like leave it for next time yeah. you know so like ever since then he's just been kind of like Turning a cold shoulder to us and before he kept trying to be cool, like he would say what's up all the time when we'd be outside, like be he was trying to be cool and shit. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? he's being friendly. He's yeah. being yeah. a neighbor. A neighbor but he yeah. kinda made it out there like he didn't like us and after that, like yeah. after that he was like not saying what's up, like if like just kinda like you could tell, bro, he would just like not even look at us type shit anymore yeah. after okay. that. Like if he got offended, you know what I mean? But And so I to me, uh, to be honest, I didn't give a like I didn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. Like pfft. Even better, if but that's going to make you stay away, stay, stay the fuck away. But you know? one day I did, like, go knock. At, after he, she had told them that, like, um, we had been missing a package. And, like, so one of our friends grabbed it. One of the neighbors, they actually grabbed it and held it for us. And I didn't even fucking realize. And, uh, like, I just went to go knock and ask. Like, but I went to go knock friendly, you know. Like, hey, man, like, by any chance did you happen to see a package in front of our place? And he was just like, oh, no. Like, he's like, since your uh, girlfriend told me not to grab it, I haven't grabbed it, you know. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, I was like. Just, I just wanted to ask, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I just left. And, like, that was it, right? And, like, he kind of, I think he got offended by me going to knock. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I, would, I didn't even ask him, like, a like a way to be, like, But also that was yeah. miscommunication. And then, like, I yeah. could see yeah. why someone's like, oh, all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. You think I'm, like, trying to Checking steal your shit? shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So. You know? So I get that. And then the other day, I get a call when I'm on the way home from no, work. a text. A text. And she's <laughs> like, the neighbor cussed at me. And, like, I'm, like, what the fuck? Like, what do you do? And, like, she's kind of, like, explaining. And, like, do you want to tell your side of the story before yeah. I go into it? <laughs> so I'm, like, out there sweeping. And we have, like, some designated trash cans for, like, our little complex area. Mm -hmm. And apparently, like, there's fucking trash cans all over this place. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's hella trees, you know. And everybody's always cleaning up, cleaning up after themselves outside. And we had this trash can to the right of our place next to our grill. And we would always use that trash can, like, to pick up leaves, pick up the, like, cat poop. Because we have, like, wild cats here. Mm -hmm. This guy feeds the cats, but yeah. they all poop in front of our place pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So, and <laughs> he, he, like, trained them and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like, those people right there, they've been talking shit about me. I <laughs> think I, like, steal their packages. No, but yeah. it's just that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just out of convenience for the cats because it's just yeah. so close like they they're, they're not gonna shit where they eat yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. so like i was out there like i went out there really late as fuck like 11 mm -hmm. and i was cleaning up the shit and <laughs> i like went over to grab his trash can and then i was kept sweeping and then when i went over i noticed that he had like turned his porch light off and i was like that's weird like are you just gonna stare at me through the window and like you know, yeah. in my head, I was like, you're probably staring at me right now. Like, just to like, I don't know, get your little peeping Tom out of the way. <laughs> I mean, I, I, oh, so, so finish your story before. Okay, okay. And then I, 
like just put the trash in the tr- bin and I like put it back where it was and I walk in and I close my screen door, lock it, and then he comes out there like yelling, like cussing, like it's my fucking trash can, blah blah blah. Like he's just like yelling and I'm like, What the fuck? This guy waited until I came inside. Like I'm I'm not even gonna say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just let Gio handle it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm it's literally I it got me mad because he didn't say like tell me anything in my face like while I was out there like hey that's my trash can can you not use that mm-hmm. so then <laughs> he said it loud enough to make sure she heard it type yeah, shit yeah. you know what I'm saying I mean, yeah yeah so then uh, I text Gio I'm like the neighbor cussed at me because he didn't really cuss directly at me but come on he like made it loud enough it was clearly meant for you yeah and she, so she, you should have clarified a little bit I, I should have <laughs> I should have but I was like. The neighbor cussed at me. <laughs> he's he like right in front of my face like, and everything. What the fuck? I'm gonna go tell him something. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, fuck that, cause like, I was like, I don't want him to be like trying to sneak this, you know, when when he could just tell me or say some yeah. shit, you know, rather than be all sour about it like that, like, like, and to do that when I'm not home, like he always does shit like that, like when I'm not home, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like, yeah. like to me, it's offensive that he just comes to bother, you know, and like at one point I just I just want to go knock and was like, hey man, like if you have any problems, like come tell me like come to me directly you know don't go to her don't say any shit to her like and like if you have an issue like just come talk to me like an like an adult Pause. you know what i'm saying <laughs> while he was saying this well after he said this um uh, he's like he's like because i was like uh, i heard you like cussed at her and he was like i didn't cuss at her and so she comes storming out of the fucking house <laughs> and like screaming and shit like yes no, you, I, like, didn't. You fucking I was like yes you did and i was like you don't have to lie and i was like and i heard him saying like talking like about the envelope, like ever you since you brought that back, like ever since uh, that one time, yeah. the envelope, and I was like, "What?" And so that made me kind of come out, and I was like, "Well, if you have something to say about like me, and like if you she have a problem through. with me, you can tell me." And then I, up. I, got I was like, "Like a it. fucking adult," and then I, I, I kind of scared him because I seen him take like a step inside, I like, like, like in his door, <laughs> like. <laughs> And then he's like, I don't have a problem with you. Like, (laughs) I never said anything to you. And I was like, why are you lying? Like, I started screaming. I was like, I told her to get the fuck inside. I was like, go inside. Like, I'm trying to have a chill talk. Like, I'm not trying to intimidate the guy or like, or like press him. Like, I just want to talk to him and tell him like, like, hey man, like, (laughs) just come to me and talk. You know, like, if I do overstep a boundary or like, that's your trash can. Cool. Let me know. Like, I don't know that your trash can, like. We just, I just think that there's trash cans around that we could all fill it out. You know what I mean? Like, some complexes have trash cans that everybody can throw their shit in. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, yeah. to me, that's how I thought about it. So, like, we kind of, like, went to go tell him that. And, like, after I'm, like, sitting here, like, man, like, I feel like I shouldn't have gone to go knock. But at the same time, I'm glad I knocked and, like, set the boundary still. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think we're wrong? You think we're in the wrong? Because we, we I, in a way, a part of me was like, my little ghetto side. Yeah, and right the, me and Gio, we laid in bed and we talked about it. That's <laughs> why you're like, you're just boiling in bed. like. Ah, we're like, no, we no. shouldn't have acted that way. It was more like way. a fuck. Should we yeah. have done that? Like, was like, that poor, like, you know? I was like, I screamed at him. I was like, I screamed, pussy ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like twice. Yeah, she was sour. Yeah, I mean, like, fr- from what it sounds like, the... And maybe maybe it's just like my perspective on things, you know. And I'm not I'm not trying to say this like I'm not we like a, a pedophile. I'm not like a pedophile sympath symp- sympathizer by any means. But like sometimes I think like if you're actually like a pedophile and you like target like young kids, it doesn't necessarily like. What if you were just born that way, like, and like that was I that's just like your sexual preference, you know? It's like granted, I'm it's absolutely disgusting and it's not okay to like have that mindset. 
But like, what if you were just born like that? And like, there was just one time where like, you couldn't like stop your urge from coming. And then you did something that you weren't supposed to. And then because of a way that you were just innately born, like people have like this prejudice towards you at all times, you know? And like, I'm not saying that you guys have that, but like you started first when you describe this entire situation by like labeling him as like a a pedophile. pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to me, that sounds like you already had like a negative connotation over him to begin with. So anything that was going to happen was just going to like, oh, it's it's this guy's it's because he's a pedophile. Like, oh, it's because of that. Yeah. People have bad neighbors everywhere. And it sounds like he like he could be like he like first of all, like what he did with like at your doorstep was pretty fucking weird. Like it was weird that he was like picking up the package like that was weird and it wasn't okay. And I thought that what you the way you described it and how you reacted to that was absolutely fine. Like, hey, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know the tone that you said it. I'm like, hey, like, what are you doing? Like, well, like I even after the whole like situation happened, I even was like, I didn't even say that rude. Like yeah. I was yeah. on the phone yeah. with you. you yeah, know? That's why I was like, she didn't even say that rude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and he kind of took it offensively. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you don't know how people are going to take things. And exactly. like, it could be one of like his personal flaws where he doesn't know how to take like something that somebody says and he takes it in a bad way at all times. Yeah. Because what it sounds like is after that, he just got fucking petty. Yeah. And it's, it's hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like once you mature, you realize like, just don't let things bother you, you yeah. know? But he doesn't sound like he's a mature dude. So even when you were like cleaning outside and shit, like he turned off the light. And again, you did it again where he's like, he was staring at me. Yeah. Yeah. Like from the way you described that, I don't think he was doing that. I think he was just trying to be like an asshole and he was being petty as fuck. Yeah. So I think he was just like, fuck this girl. She like made me feel bad. I'm going to turn this light off to make her feel like make her job harder today to make her night harder. Yeah. So he was an asshole in doing that. And, like, I'm sure that that's the reason he did it. And then after that, like, with the whole interaction, like, <laughs> yeah, like, then he did, he went outside and he did something else that wasn't good. Like, yeah. he, like, fucking, like, yelled at you without yelling at you, but it was specifically meant for you. Yeah. Um, and then when, like, Gio came home and, like, had a conversation with them, like, I'm sure that that started off, like, okay. But then, like, when you came out yelling, like, yeah. If you're gonna like try to talk to anybody, the worst way you could come at them is like in an aggressive. I way. didn't really come out yelling. You came out aggressive. I came out aggressive, <laughs> but it wasn't. I wasn't yelling. And we to my, both, I'm not even gonna like, say this because fuck? I was like in my defense, <laughs> I but I she did. Listening in the door, like yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> just waiting to get cute in right now. I'm waiting to get cute in. <laughs> tap me and Dio. Tap me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if I like, she kicked the door open. That's how no, I I think it's because I slammed the door like in back of me, like. Just to make sure it closed because of Ollie. Because Ollie likes to come out when I fucking come out. So that was like, you know what? I'm not even going to look back. I'm going to just slam the door. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, the thing is, it doesn't matter how you think it. Yeah. it, it it's how he, it could have potentially came off to him. Yeah. So this guy's already sounds like, and I mean, I don't know the guy, but it sounds like he's insecure. He's like a petty guy. And like you came at him in like a passive aggressive or an aggressive way. I don't yeah. know. However you guys w- would label it. And then he just like had his own reaction and like, yeah, yeah, like it just it sucks when you when you're trying to be like civilized with somebody and then you realize that they're just like not a mature person. And then like you're kind of in the 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 problem now where you're like, well, I just have shitty neighbors. I was like stuck there like, oh, man, like, come on, like, let me just have a chill talk because I knew like when she did that, like that he got on his back foot right away. Like He was like, oh, shit, like. They're coming at me hard, you know, because like right away you could tell he didn't even want to step out his door completely because he was kind of like nervous and stuff. And, like, 
at the end, I was just like, man, like, if you have any problems, like, just make sure you come up to me and, like, tell me rather than, like, go about it like that, you know? Because I know that you did some sketchy shit still, you know? Like, yeah, even though yeah. you didn't go to her directly, like, just is no point, you know what I mean? Like, to just come to me like an adult. That's, like, all I said. And then he told the, the manager and, like, like about the whole situation and stuff that did yeah. happen. But I'm pretty sure he kind of flipped some. I mean, you're always going to tell things. something yeah. from your perception. Yeah. yeah. So he he told her from, like, his perspective. So then we were like, all right, well, I have to explain to you. Like, I explained to the manager, like, our side, because I was like, if not, then you won't, like, really get to see our side, you know? And I was going to leave it, too. I was going to be like, fuck it. All right, whatever. Like, he's a good person. Cool. Like, you know? And then I was just going to go on about, like, living and shit, not really, like, talking to him or, like, even messing with that. And, like, like when I had to explain it to the, the neighbor, like, or the manager, Jess was the one that told me, like, you should tell her our side so that she actually gets the perspective. And once I did, she was like... He thought that we were being disrespectful by coming at him like that, you know, yeah, like yeah. the times and stuff. So I was like, I understand how he could think that, you know, because um, like in a way, it's all about like the way he perceives it, like you said, you know what yeah. I mean? So it was like, oh, I'm not even sure. It was just like a situation. I was like, man, at the end, I was like, ah, I shouldn't have come at him that hard, you know. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it's like, like I said, I'm glad I did because yeah. it's like gets to make him realize like you can't be doing shit like you know? that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So another crazy story that happened this last weekend, right? <laughs> so jazz fucking. No, we you wa- tell us a crazy wa- story now. <laughs> right. oh, I'll tell you a crazy story, and, and like it reminded me. Let's go. <laughs> like so, I lived in in the Bay Area because I was working up there, um, because I worked in tech, and so I was trying to get like a really because dude the 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 apartments out there are like super expensive. Even to get like a room in a house is super expensive. Dude, the rent control there's like zero out there. No, the so they have like i don't know what the rule is exactly but they have rent control for like certain buildings that were built past a certain date so okay those are going to be cheap but also if like you build a building in 2020 and then you're charging like market price rent it's super high so really you have to live in like an old building and those are rent controlled because those were like rent controlled like 10 15 years ago and whenever whenever somebody moves out of that apartment or whatever then like it gets readjusted to be like the modern time. Exactly. Okay. So uh, that's how we had our rent control bill in California, but I had voted no because there's no point in like a tenant moving in. In my perspective, there's like a tenant moving in 2020, but if a tenant lived there, like say 2002, they have a cheaper rent. And I, I just felt like it should be the same. Like I, what do you mean? Like I guess I'm. Um, like if they're paying for the same like one bedroom, oh, like, okay, same You're, little like square foot. Equality yes. that's living there. Yeah. yeah, like not just because of the time that she's been there, or like the owner of the property is like, oh yay, they moved out. Let's bump the rent on this. You know, like when you can easily still. But like the thing is that like, especially with like Southern California, that's like constantly developing new like new infrastructure like and the way that inflation works and like your money's all of a sudden worth a lot less than it was before mm. it makes sense that that rent goes up it goes up like relevance to like renovations that they make on the the apartment and all those things and so like re- like i think rent control is good because it prevents people that are like just building apartments and like charging a ridiculous amount just to like dentrify areas because that, that that's one of the biggest problems with like rent control that like let's say that like in california i i think of Cal- oh sorry fontana i think of fontana like three different parts you have your 
uh, like Southridge, Central Fontana, and then North Fontana. Yeah. Clearly, the nicest part of Fontana is North, North Fontana. Oh, yeah. Of course. So let's say that somebody wanted to build apartments in Fontana. So what they can do, technically speaking, is they could just build apartments in North Fontana and charge like, and I'll just make up an example here, but like $4,000 in rent. So who's going to go to those apartments? The richer people. Yeah, the richer people. So that just means that North Fontana gets developed in and it basically dentrifies because it means that if you're poor, you can't live in North Fontana. So in, in scenarios like that, like rent control is actually really. It's wow. Like, OK. Yeah, it's like it's like a good thing. Um, obviously, I don't know a lot about this. And like I'm I'm thinking about it just from like the research that I've done, because I know w- what bill you're referring to. Yeah. But like it rent- got denied. Yeah. I was like, wait, it shouldn't have got denied. I, I, I don't remember that? the bill it's <laughs> exactly. I would have to look it up. Yeah, I did a lot of research, and that was one of the bills that I was like, do do I do yes or no? And then I think I, like, out of impulse, I was like, no, because I don't know. But I was like, fuck, I didn't <laughs> no, know. I, you know? I know. But <laughs> then I seen, I seen later on on Twitter, like, uh, California ain't shit. Like, people voted no on the, like, rent control. And I was like, huh. And then uh, under the tweet, it had a whole bunch of, like, uh, yeah, like, good yeah. reasons why and i was like no there's <laughs> the thing is that there's so many sides to like rent control too yeah. because there's also like this the, the investor's perspective side where like let's say you're an investor and you want to like especially in california there's a ton of people that just buy and use their houses at like rental properties so if rent was more controlled then those people would not have an incentive to invest in california so some people could see that as good and bad. It's bad because we no longer have people that are investing in California. Yeah. But it's also bad because like, who are we really helping out? Are we, yeah. we're helping out like our investors or are we helping out like people that need affordable housing? Yeah. yeah. But affordable housing also gets built by investors. So like, it's like, okay, what, what side it's do like you that Spider-Man meme you know everybody's pointing at each other (laughs) okay back to your story though okay so back (laughs) to the story sorry we like went on completely (laughs) i was was so lost for a second i didn't say a word because i was just like what yeah yeah no i I mean yeah so so yeah so i was living up in the bay so i lived in this house that was uh it was like a three bedroom two bathroom house and so it was like super cheap and it doesn't sound super cheap it was seven hundred dollars for just the room just one room in a house and i had access to the the rest of the house that's actually super 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 cheap up there in the bay area it sounds super cheap yeah i mean it for what it was but then like the house was old and it wasn't like nice or anything like that like host you couldn't really like invite like your friends over and shit because it was like also people that you didn't know living in there yeah so i'll get back i'll get to like where it gets like awkward so one of the roommate one of the roommates that i had there I don't give a fuck about this guy if he's listening even worse his name was like a dick guy yeah his name was muhammad <laughs> and he had like i would it's describe like muhammad yeah fuck that guy <laughs> no but he he i would describe him as like a guy who was like really really smart but had absolutely no like social cues okay mm. so like he just didn't understand you know like when you're having a conversation and like you're like okay this conversation's like coming to the end all right th- like the natural thing is be like oh i'll see you later like he would just kind of like be okay just like sitting in silence mm-hmm. so like uh, so two interactions that were like super i mean i got to the point where i was completely numb to it so i didn't give a fuck but like when i first moved in like i remember i was like cooking something in the kitchen i was like cutting up some tomatoes and like he came in and he was like being really friendly he's like oh so like where are you from and we're just kind of like like meeting each other really yeah. like and then he was just like oh by the way like i noticed that you're like cutting the tomatoes wrong and i was like 
oh oh it's, it's all right man like this is just how i cut tomatoes you know like yeah. like no problem here he's like yeah but like the thing is like you're doing it wrong and like you're taking longer than like you should and i was like so i i was like that's kind of weird that he said that but i'm not gonna <laughs> take it in a passive aggressive way i'll yeah. think about it through his perspective i was like oh man i'm sorry like if, if you want to use the kitchen like like that's no problem with me I'll, I'll try to hurry up the most i can that way you can use the kitchen and i said it like everything was like friendly and he's like oh no it just like I just like I'm really good at like cooking. So like whenever I see somebody that like like needs help like with like uh something in the kitchen, like I feel the need to help them. And I was like, "Okay, bro, but All like right, yeah, like, like don't feel the need to do it." Like yeah. and then like he then he like came up to me, like he was about to like try to take the knife and like the tomato away from me. And I was like, "Bro, it's good. Like it's okay. Like I got it from here." And he's like, "Okay, fine. If you want to do it wrong, then whatever." I was like, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, okay. Muhammad, you suck a dick." Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> yeah, and then so, so, so then he goes back to like sitting down in the kitchen because he was like sitting down in the table, huh. and so he wasn't sitting on the table; he was sitting on the chair. He saw <laughs> feet up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, um. So then he like goes back to sitting down, and like we kind of go back to having like a conversation. And then, like, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, like, I don't want to talk to this guy anymore. So I was like, okay, like, oh, by the way, I'm going to call somebody right now. Like, so, like, I apologize if I'm making, like, a lot of noise. So I, like, popped headphones in. When you see somebody with headphones in. You leave them. You the leave them alone. <laughs> and then, like, he, he popped them in. I was, like, calling my mom or something just to, like, see how she was. And then I was probably there for, like, 15 minutes. And he just stayed sitting in the chair, like, kind of just, like, looking at me. And it was, like, just weird. Like, and like watching I, you cook and shit? Yeah, like, uh, kind of <laughs> watching me cook. And then, like, uh, so I finished the call or whatever. I'm, like, like pan frying some chicken. And then he's, like, oh, like, you need to, like, flip it already, like, because if not, it's going to get burned. And I was, like, it's okay, dude. I know how to cook chicken. At this point, I'm, like, I'm kind of, like, okay, I'm kind of over it, you know? Like, yeah, like, I did, fuck I, I did everything I could to, like, be, be like, nice. a decent human yeah. being to him. Yeah. And then he's, like, well, like, I just don't want your chicken to, like, burn. And I was, like, it's okay, dude. Like, can you just, like, leave me alone, please? And then he's, like, ugh. And then he, like, went back to sit down. And then I turn around, and he's, like, grabbing my pan to, like, flip, flip my food. Flip the chicken. No. Oh, yeah. he's like, I'll do it myself if yeah. this and guy like, won't do it. And then, like, I mean, I was just like, dude, please leave me alone. And he's like, okay, fine. And then he, like, went to his room and then, like, did his own thing. Bruh, I would have been like, fuck, dog, don't touch my fucking shit. Like, my food and just my <laughs> utensils. Like, if I'm using something, like... Have the respect to, like, leave that shit alone. All right, so I got a crazy story for you, right? So so I got a sister, right? My sister lives in, like, feeling in, like, some buttfuck place, right, where they do a lot of crack and stuff like that. And so my sister lives out there with her boyfriend. And so she lives there with her boyfriend, and uh, my boy, her boyfriend's mom sells crack, right? So she sells, like, shit like that. Her and The mom is also on Xanax. Yeah, she's yeah. on drugs. Like, she's... It's uh pretty much Breaking Bad up there, you know what I'm gotcha. saying? Gotcha. She got the purple one, so they're like uh, like just they're in their regular day, right? And they they hear screams outside. Wait, their, you got to tell right? them about their house too. So they live in like a bit, like it has a bunch of space, and then they have like a container in the front, and pretty much in the container in the front is like this homeless guy that like lives in the container, like. The mom had found him one day and kind of was like, hey, you couldn't get a place to stay here for a bit, and he had only six months to live apparently because he had heart issues, but. He uh, ended up like living there for like a, a month and a, or a year and a half or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, one day, like they're in the room and they hear screams. Right, go. They hear screams and um, they open the door. Like my sister, she opens the door and then she sees like the mom and the mom's like Patrick's 
this guy's dead. <laughs> I don't want to say names, but this guy's dead, right? He's like, he's like cold, he's stiff. Like, call the call the police, you know, or like call the ambulance. So they call the ambulance, and the ambulance comes. And is there anything I'm missing from the story so far? <laughs> he is like making it hypothetical, so like. <laughs> there's no names involved. Yeah, this is not really my family, but like this is just <laughs> okay. I'm just like this, yeah, yeah, is, this is all hypothetically, but it's a real story. Okay, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, 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 allegedly. <laughs> but it's <laughs> you know. All right. So then, um, is my missing so far now? So then the ambulance leaves. So then the ambulance comes. The ambulance come, confirms that he's dead. And they're like, we can't touch the body. We have to wait for the coroner to come. So they bring the coroner. The coroner ends up coming. The coroner's like. I don't know who has the rights to his body, so I can't touch it. Like, I have to leave it here and go find the person. So then, like, so pretty much, like, they left the body at the house as they went to go find the, the person, right? And, like, I think the body stayed there for, like, a day or two. Is it still there? Like, they they ended up taking the body, but it lasted the whole day there. Like, um, it lasted there t- till morning, till night, pretty much. Dang. Yeah. Because so. they couldn't really find it. And, mind you, this guy was homeless, so, like... Yeah. It's hard to find like any connections. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to like track back w- to as to where he was, um, where he was staying and where his sister's boyfriend's mom. Yeah. So found him pretty so much. Yeah. The sister was an older guy mom. already, right? Like yeah, sixty, she, something like that. So then she ends up going to try to find the wife and like she's trying to make the process go by quick, you know, get get yeah, him out the yeah. fucking house, and um, so like the trippy part about this story is that like. He has, like, one thing that he's mainly on all day. Like, he has a laptop, and that's, like, his shit. Like, he's on that shit all day, stuck on the laptop. You know what I mean? Like, that's all he does, kind of lives off their Wi-Fi and stuff. So, um, he fucking, the laptop's gone. Like, when he he's dead and shit, they, the laptop's gone. Like, it's not there. I think he had, like, a backpack that was all empty, too. So, they don't really know, like, who took that laptop or anything. And, like, the mo- the mom doesn't want the cops to find out about the laptop because she has, like, information about selling drugs on the laptop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, she's trying to get this whole process, like, sped up. And, like, one assumption is, like, one of the stories is that there was, like, two other oh, crackheads that Oh, wait, you forgot come. one of the main things. Okay, so when the coroner finally oh, yeah. was able to take the body and inspect the body, the coroner had said that he had a slash in his head. Oh, okay. So like, if he had gotten hit. It could have either been when he, like, fell or something, but it also could have been something else, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And he he was like, I can't know too much of, like, the time of death or the reason of his death, his death um, unless I take him in. Yeah. And he was just like, as far as I know right now, he has, like, a really deep slash in his head, and that's about it. Like, mm-hmm. it could be the main uh, cause. It could not be. Like, we don't know yet. Yeah. And, um... The mom, wa- when the mom, originally when he was found, his body was found, they walked in there and they kind of inspected the place, like, what's going on, what's up? And they had noticed that the laptop and that the backpack seemed suspicious. Um, so they didn't end up telling the cops about that. So they just kind of like, let's just leave that alone so the cops don't find out about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, pretty much just, like, all right, they don't need to know this part of the story, so, like, let's just keep this away from them. And, like, yeah. one of the things is, like, these two guys come constantly to kick it with that guy and assumingly buy drugs from the mom, too. And so one of the assumptions is that those guys probably hit him, killed him, took the, like, laptop and shit, and, like, 
left them for dead, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's just an assumption, but because, yeah. you know, crackheads be on their crackhead shit. Yeah, but it just kind of <laughs> made everything a little bit more fishy as to, like, how ghosted. Honestly, I just wait. thought that story when I heard it, I was like, wow, that's pretty, um, yeah. that's great. Just anything with, like, a dead person and, like, suspicious, like, lines of how they died or, like, mm-hmm. what kind of story comes to it, you know? I'm always like, oh, that's pretty interesting, you know what I mean? I've watched <laughs> enough forensic files to know <laughs> yeah. that something suspicious yeah. went yeah. There's, there's something <laughs> going on here. You see these footsteps right here? Yeah, yeah he was outside for a bit before yeah, he, get, he you're before all like, died. Let me go do a little investigation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man, did you see the fights this weekend? Yeah, no. The the oh, I, God, I I actually saw, yeah I actually saw the the card late, so I was like hanging out with my girlfriend. So I was like, yeah. I didn't want to like pull it up on my phone. Yeah, and just be like the guy that just like watches the, like something while oh, you with sure. somebody else. Gio's definitely the guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, he's I, like I'm not missing the fight. I'm I, sure. I'm the guy sometimes. You know, sometimes we'll like have pe- like uh, at my. At my parents' house, like my my brother and my sister invite their significant others, and yeah. then we're all like hanging out together. And I have my laptop just on the side, and I'm like in the conversation, but also like, oh, yeah, no <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, the the card was good. Like, I feel like the storyline going into the card was like it was like a really shitty card at first, yeah, and then it kind of like, well, it would have been a really really good card if all those fights that were initially scheduled on it didn't fall yeah. off. Yeah. But a ton of it did, and I think people are just like, man, this is a piece of shit now. But yeah. if you actually like looked at the the cards and like the storylines behind it, it was like a legit really good card. To be honest, especially for people that are actually into the sport, like know all the fighters and stuff, like the matchups all the way through were really good. Like fights that were going to be very entertaining and interesting, and like honestly, I think every single card on the fight or fight on the card, I mean, delivered and like. Yeah, they all had wars, or it was a sick ass knockout and like shit that I didn't expect. Like, what? Which fight did you end up like watching originally? So I I only watched up to the so I I watched the Chase Super Fight live, and then the he was getting his ass beat dude, the whole he time. Is so bad, like his stand up oh. is so bad. That, that's really Ben Askren's son right there, honestly. Dude, that was Ben Askren's son? No, no, no. Uh, like he looks prank. like yeah. He does. <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. I wasn't told this during the fight. They but this guy was getting beat up yeah, the whole a, time during the fight. They have a show called uh, The Funky Family on oh, Fight really? Pass. Yeah, and like they just go around doing shit together. Like they film like content every once in a while. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, like it, it like definitely looked like... And then what was ridiculous was like, okay, so... It was a really good fight because he was getting his ass completely handed to him. Mm-hmm. And in the end, he, like, rolls for the for the leg lock. And yeah. then, like, it doesn't look like it's deep. And then, like, they just kind of, like, like hand fight a little bit. And then it's, like, super deep. And then, like, it's a complete upset because he was yeah. clearly down two rounds. Down, yeah. Three rounds because he was losing that round up. And t- he lost, like, 99% of that fight. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. if he did not come through with that... In Minari row yeah. or yeah, like that takedown, like, like oh, he <laughs> lost. <laughs> he lost that fight. Yeah. No, for real, honestly, I'm like, it surprises me that he's in the UFC like right away. Honestly, yeah. like when I seen his stand up, I was like, how the fuck is he in the UFC? He's so young, and like his ground game is like really good. Like, I mean, his leg locks are nice, but his like ability to like stand up and strike with people is kind of like it's just not there especially for the level that like he's gonna be trying to fight at like in the ufc like i'm surprised as fuck that he beat that guy david tamer what do you see that fight yeah he got his like ass as he was he, he was bloody he was yeah. getting finished yeah and then the guy just got a little bit overzealous and yeah. then ended up getting his like back taken because it was like was it a, a rear naked or it was like a rear a naked i think and then yeah yeah so i was like oh man like <laughs> the the fights he wins i'm like super surprised this one i wasn't like too surprised because peter barrett's like 
not that like a vet to be yeah you know he's, smart he's like enough. a contender series guy that yeah. is like kind of like building up but he's also kind of old and so. he's like 34 or some yeah. shit like that and like he just like didn't have that ring iq to be like hey stay the fuck away from him <laughs> as far as you can you know but i feel like the mnri role really caught him off guard because he yeah. was kind of like oh shit oh shit it was and good then, it was like a good it was yeah. a really good role yeah honestly but, and then at the at the end of in the press conference or not the press conference like after they were interviewing him the post fight he was like oh yeah I think my striking's a lot better now and I was I like what? are you serious dog yeah there's <laughs> no way honestly I wish he could like go back and look at that fight for himself yeah it was kind of ridiculous what other fights did you see so then I saw after that one I saw the Tisha Torres fight that one was good yeah that one was pretty good it was like clearly outmatched like Tisha was yeah. just a lot better against like somebody who looked like I mean I I didn't really get a lot out of her performance just because it looked like she was fading quickly and Tisha was so much better. Yeah. Um, and I mean, she took it late notice, so you can't take all, like you can't give Tisha too much credit, but like she completely handled her. Like it was easy win for Tisha. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tisha's like the, the only thing that sucks about her is she's like in kind of like a weird position where she's like lost all the fights to all the good champs. Yeah. <laughs> but then like she beats all these like newcomers and like, yeah. and I mean, finally at least she got a finish. Like you she think has, it's like more of a head thing. Cause it's like, Oh, she's just here. Like she's new, you know, I'm like I got this. Like, and then it's like up against a champ and it's like, Oh fuck. She's been know. here longer than me. I think she's, I think she's a good fighter, but yeah. I think she's not elite. Yeah, and exactly. So like oh, okay. The good the, the people that are elite all beat her pretty comfortably. Yeah. And then everybody else, like, she's able to to like have a decision win against them. Yeah, honestly. Pretty much all the champs were the people that like she lost to and she pretty much went to decision with every single champion other than like she hasn't gotten finished by anybody like that's in the top, you know what I mean? And like the fight that she would have had against Angela Hill, honestly, that would have been a really yeah, good fight. It would have been a good fight. I was so sad that it was off the card because it's like the whole way through, I mean, like, there was some interesting matchups. Like, did you see the Jacare versus Holland fight? Yeah, yeah. So like, I went oh back my. and I rewatched everything. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think the the only one that I didn't watch all that well was the the Ali. the Mackenzie Dern Ali. against the the Brazilian chick. Uh, against Ganji Roba? Yeah. That was actually a really good fight, yeah. honestly. I, it, so, yeah, I went back and I watched it. I just didn't watch like, one of the rounds. Um, but yeah, the, no, I mean, so tell me about that fight. Like, what did you think? Like, what was, cause the narrative going in was like these two high level, uh, BJJ yeah. girls. No, it was not, no, it was not even striking. a, yeah, exactly. Like any kind of like jujitsu or like wrestling kind of matchup, you know, where it's like, they feel like their, their striking is just going to, or their, their specialty is going to counteract each other. So then they end up doing their weak suit. Right. And like, I honestly thought Mackenzie Durham was going to lose cause, um, her standup isn't really like the cleanest in the <laughs> past fights, you know, it was like not yeah. the best. And Jandy Roba actually has some, like, pretty good finishes, like, with uh, on the stand-up, you know? She has power. So I was expecting her to actually, like, put something together, together and finish uh, Mackenzie. But Mackenzie actually looked a lot, lot better with her hands because she's yeah. training now with uh, Perillo. Jason Perillo. Yeah, so yeah. he has, like, he's a he's sick a really striking good coach. He's, yeah. like, one of the coaches that, like, takes people to, like, the next the level. The next level. Yeah, he took Bisping to the next level. He pretty much is doing the same with Cheeto Vera now. I think, yeah. honestly, Cheeto's going to beat Aldo in the future you know what i'm saying yeah. but uh this fight she actually like put it together with her hands and like she was pretty much winning the whole fight she broke her nose at one point yeah, i saw that and so that was like what fucked her up really but like other than that she showed a lot of heart honestly to like stand up and strike and then we all know her like submission games is fucking legit but jendy robot she's actually really good with the like takedown defense and just like they didn't really scramble too much on the floor honestly every time i would look up like it was like pure striking i was trying to watch it as best i could but 
we have like so many people over you yeah. know like, i'm like oh shit like it's like one of those things where you're like trying to focus on yeah you're trying like, to focus on the laptop next to you yeah like, you're like, uh, like I yeah. <laughs> yeah i fucking um another good fight that i was really like interested in was the cup swanson versus daniel pineda fight yeah My i thought God. Pineda was gonna win because like oh, really yeah because i mean i didn't know I, I didn't know anything about that guy i mean he, yeah. before his his last fight against uh was it Gil- Gilbert Burns' brother? Yeah. Uh, what well, I forget his name. Herbert uh, Burns. Herbert Burns. There yeah. you go. Like he, I didn't know because he hadn't fought in six years prior to that. Mm-hmm. But he looked like really good against Gilbert Burns, and he like when the when the fight started, he was like swole, like he was way yeah. bigger than Cub. Yeah. And Cub has always struggled against like like wrestlers that just know how to transition well to mm-hmm. like submissions. Like he's has a ton of losses to those kinds of guys. Yeah. And like when you looked at it, it was like, dude, this guy is like a perfect matchup for Cub. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, Cub just like, he showed a lot of heart and it's like, from my perspective, Cub looks like he's 100% declined and he's definitely not the same guy. Like yeah. even on the feet, he got hit with stuff that he shouldn't have got hit with because that dude is actually elite. Yeah. Honestly, when he was at a, the top of his game, he was like fucking legit. But the only things he would get caught up in was like getting a little bit gassed and then getting caught in submissions and yeah. stuff, you know, like even stuff that, I felt like he could get out of, like, early in the fight. You know what I mean? He would just, like, be super susceptible to, like, getting submitted like that later in the fight and shit. And, like, he actually did really good the whole fight, honestly, with, like, moving around. I His left leg was so fucked up at one point. Did you yeah. see the back of his left leg? He doesn't leg? check kicks either. Dog. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And it was, like, he had just come back from the ACLs tear. So, so it's, like, dude, like, be careful with your leg because that shit's getting eaten up. But Daniel Pineda, I mean, for being, like, someone that has so many fights... I'm glad he's, like, in the UFC now because, yeah. like, I, I think he had a run in the UFC in the past and it just didn't work out for him. He got cut and then he came back, you know? So, like, I thought that was a – honestly, what would you say was the fight of the night for you? So, that one was that one was a really good fight. The, obviously, the fight of the night was the main event. Main event, yeah. yeah. Like, how could that you, shit was so good, right? Yeah, it, was, it was so good. But, I mean, so, so yeah. So, I think Pineda is going to be, uh, like, a force to be reckoned with in the division because, mm. like, his, his like – grappling skills are like really that good and like yeah. his stand-up's not bad but it's not that great so he'll be like the newcomers i don't think he's gonna be like in the title contention picture like ever really yeah i mean yeah. um and i think he made a mistake by coming in maybe too heavy because like part of the reason i think he got knocked out was he got kind of tired and he mm-hmm. was getting a little bit sloppy he was just kind of like like m- trying to make it like a slugfest yeah and like it was like bro don't do that either oh i mean i was happy about it because i was going for cup <laughs> yeah but like he made it into a fight that he he was that he wasn't gonna win honestly and when cub got that finish i was like oh shit like cub with the power honestly yeah it kind of reminded me of the moicano and uh fizzy yeah yeah that was a good fight too honestly i knew that like i honestly was like unsure at first i knew that fizzy would win as far as like if they stood up and strike the whole time i was like oh man he's a kickboxer legit like muay thai guy he's gonna fucking finish him and then I was like, the best way that Moicano can win is just if he goes, takes him down and gets the submission. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really chase the submission. They didn't even try to wrestle. He was, like, pretty content with standing. And, I mean, that was his downfall because at the end of the day, like, he got knocked the fuck out. At first, yeah, I was like, was that was nice. an early stoppage, like, because it looked like he could have been, like, in his guard, you know, and, like, held him or something. But he, he once he got up and, like, stumbled. Yeah, and, like, I was like, it's done. It's, like, over. Yeah. It, and, like, Moicano is, like, one of those guys that, like, his like submission skills, maybe they appear like they're so much better just because like a lot of the times they come out when the guy is like her or something. Mm-hmm. But like clearly he had 
a significant advantage on the on the ground. Yeah. But like it just didn't look like he's also one of those guys that just like likes to scrap. Like he doesn't I think that like he's like a almost like in a sense like what Brian Ortega used to be or like he would just get into like dog fights yeah. and he was just like really tough and he he would just have to touch you a little bit for you to like make a mistake and he'd get you like in a compromised position on the ground. Yeah. So like he's just one of those guys but that like doesn't work against like elite strikers exactly and i mean the thing that i did want to see is how good i, I don't know Fazav, Fazav, Fazav. Yeah. <laughs> i wanted to see how good his ground game is because we haven't seen at all how good it is like he's been against like the 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 last in his last fight um he was against that english striker yeah so like none of them were having any of the grappling so i do want to see how he is on the ground but like his finish was clean. It was like oh, a left hook to the body, yeah. a right cross, and then like a beautiful left hook. And yeah. it was like, dude, that combo was so Once nice. Once that left hook hit, it was just all towers down, honestly. He just like fell super quickly too. Um, any other fight that you watched after that? What so, was it like after? So so after that one was the the Cub Swanson fight. Okay, that was the main the one before that. that one, yeah, the one before that was the Billy. Quarantillo uh, versus Quarantillo. Uh, Gavin Tucker. That was actually pretty good, too. Dude, Gavin Tucker is actually, or Gavin Tucker, whatever his Gavin name? Tucker. Gavin Tucker, he's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, I thought that the fight was going to go, like, Gavin Tucker was going to be better in the beginning because he's, like, he's just crisp. He's good. Mm -hmm. But I thought he was going to fade, like, over time because that's, like, what uh, Quarantino's game is to, like, slowly, like, get you tired and then, like, take it over and, like, eventually mm -hmm. get you in a submission or ground and pound. But he was he was in it all three rounds. Yeah. Um, that's that's how you beat a guy that fights with like cardio. Yeah. In a sense, it like reminded me a little bit of like the Ferguson and the the Gaethje fight back then. Mm -hmm. Because it was like he was always managing distance. Every time he came in, he would just like like almost like point fight him and then get away. Yeah. And like in the end, like it was to me, it was kind of obvious that he had won all three rounds. And I mean, it was a good fight, though. It no. Yeah. Fight. It was a really good fight, dude. Fucking. Just the way Gavin Tucker kind of just, like, used his space and the combinations he was throwing. Like, he was throwing a lot of diversity, which is, like, kind of confusing Quarantillo. And, like, Quarantillo, I mean, he's a fucking, he's someone that has stupid heart. All the time. Yeah, so for him to beat him, and I think Quarantillo's on, like, an eight-fight win streak or yeah, some shit like that. Yeah. He was, at least. So, like, to beat him on a run like that, like, that's very impressive. That's probably just going to take him, like, a little bit further in the game. He kind of reminds me a lot of Sean Brady. I don't know if you know who Sean Brady is, but it's probably just the tattoos because they have, like, back <laughs> tattoos and shit like yeah. that, you know, and they're both, like, wider, like, buff guys and stuff. Yeah. Um, dude, that was a good fight. The Cyril Gon versus uh, Junior Dos Santos fight, I was honestly thinking that JDS was going to win just because I was like, Cyril Gon's good, but I didn't like his last performance. Like, it didn't really impress me, you know? Yeah. But he actually put on a really good showing for himself. I wasn't paying a lot of attention to Sirogan yeah. just because like he's like a newcomer and whenever yeah. I see like a newcomer fight like okay like let me let me like see how you do like against the better guys but I went back and I like rewatched all three of his fights in the UFC mm -hmm. and that dude moves so well for a heavyweight yeah he's like he has like the total like Muay Thai stance and yeah. he's like popping like his his front foot the entire time yeah and like I once I actually looked because when I saw the odds I saw the odds before I looked into Sirogan and. I was like, oh, JDS is going to, like, mop this guy because, like, JDS yeah. is so much more experienced. But, I mean, once I looked at him, I was like, he he's a pressure fighter, and he, like, breaks you down by, like, feints. Mm -hmm. So he, like, kind of, like, it looks like he pushes you against the fence by, like, just making you think that the kicks are coming over and over, and, like, he's so good at moving that he's so good at cutting the cage off. Yeah. And the one thing that JDS, like, sucks so bad at is fighting off the cage. 
I like I remember like way back when 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 not even that long ago when he fought against uh, Miocic for the for the heavyweight fight like he got knocked out off the like off the cage where he was trying to yeah. circle out and he just has that problem where he like turns off the cage and kind of just walks with his hands down. Yeah. He's he has he always turns around whenever you're like striking to like get away and you don't know if it's because he's hurt or because exactly. he's like managing the ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the last fight for the same reason like with Gun, how he got finished, like how he was turning away and kind of like pushing. It seemed like he had gotten hurt by like an elbow or something that had just hit him prior to that. Or like, or maybe it was a punch. I'm not too sure. But I knew that he had gotten hurt and like he kind of turned away and started like walking away, you know, and like having his hands out. But like you said, completely away from his face, not able to cover himself up. And like he just got clipped with that elbow over the top that just like put him out. Um, I didn't think that that was a bad elbow. Like it did hit him in the back of the head. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. got him a cool bit of the head. But he also was like turning away from it at the same time. So yeah. I don't really blame Cyril Gunn for, like, I mean, he hitting threw it that. with the intention to hit him, like, in, exactly. in the chin. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, you can't blame the guy. But, like, yeah, I remember, like, when I, when I like, started looking at that fight, I was like, oh, yeah, JDS is going to be able to, like, manage distance and shit. But, yeah. like, that guy is so long. His kicks are so quick. Yeah, honestly. Like, that guy is a force to be reckoned with. He was throwing some heavy-ass, like, kicks. What do you think about the fight, Jess? Which one? Cyril Gunn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, honestly, hold on. I need to pee real quick, really bad. I was trying to hold it, but I cannot hold it. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. No, you're I'm good. You're good, you're good. Um, did you? Did you? Did did you can you, Can you describe what they look like? <laughs> <laughs> they were They were the two big heavyweights. Oh. Uh, do, do you watch? Like, yeah. Do you watch UFC yeah, like that? Like, I do. Sometimes when I get really into it, but some cards, I'm yeah. like, I, I'm so over this. Like, can we watch like something else? Like, <laughs> yeah. How many fights are left in this card? Because he watches early prelims, prelims, the whole yeah, he's, card. He's like a diehard. He yeah. is. He cares he is. about like the 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 early prelim fight where like a <laughs> random guy is fighting another. Yeah, he's like, oh, guy. he's making his appearance in the UFC. I gotta know who he is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, like I'm just my, like my girlfriend's also like that. So so like, there's a lot of times where like when the when the bigger fights are here, like when Adesanya fights, like when. <laughs> Like I'm there. Yeah, like my girlfriend would like pay attention and she also kind of gets like into the narrative and into the storylines. But like she I, I could tell like she, she tries to like have the interest in it. But like it's kind of hard to have an interest when like the other person is such a diehard. Yeah. And when you're, like, <laughs> she, there's like times where she asks me, she's like, oh, so who's fighting? And I'm like, this guy's fighting. He made his like pro debut here. <laughs> it's, like, his grappling skills are really good. Sometimes she dumps it down for me. Like he's like, remember that one guy? That got flipped on his back. Uh, yeah. He's fighting, and then that one other guy who got knocked out by this guy by the knee, and like yeah. she'll remember though. She'll be like, "Oh be like, yeah, oh yeah," because yeah. she pretty much sees. Every I watched card, the fight, know? you know. Like, oh, Nate Diaz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> she will do shit like that. Like, oh, I remember him. Like, oh, I remember Masvidal? that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah no, like I remember his name. And shit. Like, I, all right, I, I know who you're talking about. And like, um, usually I try to explain this shit out to her. Like, all right, cool. Like. This is what this is. And, like, she's been doing pretty well with actually watching the fights, you know, especially mm-hmm. when people aren't here. Like, she does actually a really good job of, like, chilling and, like, watching the whole thing. But, like, oh, wow, this guy's fucking good. Or, you know, like, that's why yeah. she knew about the Jay Super fight and the yeah. Bennett fight because <laughs> it was the first one. She yeah. was actually, like, really into it at first. There are times, though, when, like, the fights are so boring for me. Yeah, and bro. I consider myself <laughs> yeah. a diehard. Yeah. So I'm, like. And if I'm, like, so bored and I don't yeah. even want to watch this right now, I can't <laughs> yeah. even imagine somebody who has, like, no interest in the fight. You're like, fuck yeah. it. Especially if it's, like, something, like, super technical or, like, a grappling match, like, yeah. where they're just on the floor kind of, like, getting little positions over each other. You know, you're like, ah, uh, this is so boring. But when you see a fight <laughs> that's, like, 
Like I fucking mean, war like last night. <laughs> Jacare, let's go to the Jacare versus fucking Holland fight. Like just that, like it was a good fight up until like, I mean, fuck, I didn't expect Holland to knock Jacare out like that. But I will say that Holland off his back was actually doing really good to defend and to kind of like throw a couple of submissions up, you know, at least to threaten Jacare because Jacare is like, if you don't know, like Jacare is actually like a a Brazilian jiu jitsu like like a specialist that's won like a world. Pretty much like a world title for grappling and shit. I think he won up the Abu Dhabi shit. Or like the Mundialis or something like that. Pretty much some shit like that. So like he um he has like a long game of grappling and like one of his best things was to just go in, wrestle people, take them down and submit them. Like that mm-hmm. that's his strength. And like I thought he was kinda gonna do it to Kevin Holland, because Kevin Holland's like He's a big, lanky guy, but doesn't have, like, a lot of strength. At least it looks like. You he know, doesn't have sides. Yeah, exactly. And he was getting outpowered in some of the positions, but he still did good. I mean, once he fucking knocked him out with that shot, I was like, holy shit. It was such a, like, uh, unique way to hit someone, you know? It kind of yeah. reminded me of, like, even Joe Rogan said it, like, the Nico Price knockout over Randy Brown. Yeah. Something like that, you know, just super weird, like, off the cuff. And, like, it worked for him. And, like, bro, <laughs> when was- fucking Jacare went back, and was getting, like, punched, I was like, ref, save this, man. Like, save yeah. him. Because he was, like, he straight folded back. I was like, oh, His, like, man. knee was, like, getting hyperextended because Dog. his body was, like, collapsing <laughs> into it. It was dirty. It was dirty. It was and, dirty. Like, I don't know. Like, I think that, like, Jockery, maybe, because people are so concerned with, like, his submission game, they don't, like, he's not used to, like, because they're fighting the position so much, he's not used to getting hit while he's, like, transitioning. And, like, even when in the first takedown, like, at the center of the octagon, like, Holland started throwing, like, elbows from the top. Yeah. And you can tell even those bothered him. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, stopping him from, like, transitioning. And then they yeah. had the scramble that took him to the side of the cage. And, like, I don't know if it was, like, I kind of noticed it, but I don't know if it was actually, like, it looked like he hit him right before that one that looked like it knocked him out. Like, so it looked like he hit him and he was already dazed and kind of, like, recovering from being pushed back. Yeah. And then that's after that's when he got, like, popped. And then just it looked like one like grazed the front of his head, and then it kind of like made him like through his like back. equilibrium. Off. Yeah, and he went back, and then the second one that came across looked like it landed on his temple, and that mm-hmm. one was like, all right, lights out on this one. You know, like you're going to sleep. Um, oh, dude, the, the sad thing about this fight, and even like the JDS, I was gonna fight, ask that. Yeah, it like I was like because I like I'm a I'm a I'm not like a huge fan of Holland, but yeah. I like like when there's like a momentum fighter that's like. That's bringing like more views on. Like I always mm-hmm. go for those guys, but I also always go for like the OG legends and shit. And like yeah. JDS is like an OG legend, and even like Jacare, he's not as big as JDS was because JDS was like the the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. But like I was like, dude, if these guys lose this fight, like the UFC has just said that they're gonna cut a bunch of like people that are yeah. like surprised. Like I wouldn't be surprised at all if if Jacare's cut. I'd be yeah. a little bit surprised if JDS is cut. But, like, I also think, like, JDS is, like, kind of done. Like, yeah. he's lost so many fights. He's gotten knocked out so many times. I think his last four fights. Yeah. Uh, he got knocked out by Jarzinho, got knocked out by uh, Rosenstrike, um, I think Francis, too. And then this last fight's gone. I mean, Francis, like, if you get knocked out by Francis, oh, whatever. You <laughs> Everybody know? gets Everybody knocked does. out. <laughs> but, like, the Jarzinho one was, like, and the, the thing that I don't like when he gets knocked out. Can you get this guy? <laughs> <laughs> The thing that I don't like when he gets knocked out is it looks like he's not trying. And like, like obviously it's neck? easier said than like than done because like but it looks like when he's when he's getting hit, it looks like he just kind of gives up and is like okay losing the fight. Yeah. That's the only thing, man, is like with these older fighters, it's like, do you want to keep them in because like people love them or like are you only 
keeping the UFC like a strictly competitive like if you're not fighting for the belt then you're not in it no more you know and like they do bring interesting fights and stuff but they're not bringing like wars and shit you know that we want to yeah. see like they're more like they're losing you know like that's the only bad thing and like I could definitely see both of them being cut honestly even even JDS just because like people are questioning his chin and I mean he's been knocked down multiple times in a row so it's like and they're older too like both yeah. of them are in the older stages of their life and like JDS got a couple title shots, so why not? You know, like when the Romero thing happened, like just that, I was a little bit surprised. But then yeah. if you think about it, like he did have a couple title shots, didn't really like push the extra envelope to like get more. You know, like at, at the at the Adesanya fight, I think he could have got like a lot more out of that. You know, yeah. like he could have put a lot more pressure, especially in the later rounds. Like he didn't really do too much. Um, the reason that the Romero one surprised me a little yeah. bit more is because like you also have to think about it through like the company's perspective, like. Romero is like a name and so does JDS. Yeah. But like, like JDS is no longer really like a stepping stool because like if you beat JDS, like it's not like you're getting that much more credit for it. You know, like they used to use the legends as yeah. like to, to be like, Oh, this guy's like really good. He's coming up. He just beat JDS. And if you were to beat Romero, I think if, you, if somebody were to finish Romero right now, we'd be like, Dang, Damn. this dude just finished Romero. I mean, that's what we thought of Costa, right? Like, yeah. people were like, holy shit, like, Costa put a fucking war on, and he was able to, like, outstrike him, you know, and win. Yeah, you're like, this guy that's has little, to fight for the title. It's a little spicy. I kind of thought that uh, Yoel won that fight, honestly. Yeah, like, I could was, see that, you know, like, him winning, but it was a close fight, just a good decision overall, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, like, with JDS, it's not like right now that Suragon won. It's not like we're like, we, we need to see Suragon fight exactly. for the title. You're just like, okay, like, he beat this guy, he's legit. Like, on to the next one. But yeah. if JDS, like, was fighting a new up-and-comer, we'd just be like, okay, I mean, it's JDS, though. Yeah. All right, so, Jess, so this one I think you do know about. So, Tony Ferguson versus Charles Oliveira. You remember that fight? Wait, uh, what happened to the Brandon fight? I was that, That's the main that. event. That's the main event. Oh. We'll go co-main and then Same juiciest yeah. for last. Yeah. <laughs> um, you co remember that? Co-main, co-main, co-main. Tony El Cucuy Ferguson. Oh, yeah. It's just like how he said about JDS and the other guy. Um, it's just like they're kind of in their last leg. Of the, of the Yeah, I see that. Honestly. Like Ferguson looked like he was really, like it didn't really look like Ferguson up there. Yeah. Some like, of his younger fights he threw in a lot, like a lot more, huh? Yeah, and it just looked like. Like, he had no control of how to even, like, get the octagon back to his side, you know? Like, he would just, like, survive yeah. in yeah. there. And, yeah, it was just, like, I, I, I could see Ferguson, come, like, retiring soon. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I don't, I don't know if it was, like, this this for you guys, but, like, I was, like, it was hard for me to watch that yeah. fight. It for was. Sure. It was, like, oh, my God, he's sure. getting beat up. Beat like, up. Like, like, ow. My mood went from, like, oh, my God. Like yeah, everything. like, Tony, let's go. Like, from, like, the bell, like, Tony didn't look the same. And, like, then they got to the ground. And mm. the ground was, like, I knew it was going to be, it wasn't going to be, like, so one-sided. And I think it was, like, I, I mean, I don't want to take all the credit away from, or, or like, take credit away from, from Oliveira. But, like, I think he did good, and he got a really good position. Oh, shit, Ollie. <laughs> this was reckless. He just ran through the cables straight, almost took your head off. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to take the credit away from Oliveira because he, like, earned the position. But, like, Tony was in a bad position from the start. But, like, yeah, granted, like, he, he wasn't able to get out of that position. Then he got into that, that tri the, the arm bar that he literally should have tapped. And... 
<laughs> saved by the bell. And he got saved by the bell, but like his arm was compromised. What do you think about that, that, Ollie? What do you think, Ollie? <laughs> he was going for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, bro. Honestly, it was just like like you said. Once it happened, like I felt like once that big takedown happened, where he slammed him up, took him down. I was like, "Fuck!" I thought Tony would have much better chances of like the wrestling and keeping it like distant, but he just looked like an old man in there. Honestly, he looked yeah. a little bit like the old version of Charles. He looked like he was fighting. The young version of Ferguson, like of him, like I just said that right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just took <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> yeah. it was just really unfortunate because, like, I mean, Tony, like, he did so much to to he beat like he had his like 13 or 12 fight win streak to get up there, huh? Yeah, and then like the man, I couldn't wait to watch like Khabib versus Tony. Like that was like the fight. Every time it got canceled, it was like a huge heartbreak. And now when I look back, like when I think back, like it, like Oliveira's ground game is good, obviously, yeah. but it's not like a controlled ground game. It's like a submission first, like position yeah. ground game. Like Habib would have absolutely murdered I, Tony. I honestly now I'm like the same way. I'm like, dude, maybe the first time he would have had a much better chance with like scrambling and getting around. But still, like it, it's like um, Kevin Lee when Kevin Lee dominated fucking Tony for the first round like stupendously and he got the full mount on him like yeah essentially that's what Oliveira did again you know kind of just like got the full mount and was dominating from the top position but then his game like you said is submission first and Habib is just smash you and stay in a dominant position and like from what I saw with the Gaethje fight like his ability to like transition between stuff was super smooth too and not yeah. just super smooth but powerful and tight like it was all tight moves that controlled. like all controlled yeah and like I think he would have for sure outstrength Tony and just like would have would have put him to, through terror honestly and it's like so sad because you're like man Tony was such a killer but like in the end of the day too like in the past I used to always think like Tony's he's not that good like he's good like because he has that warrior mentality he brings cardio. the fucking fight cardio but the only thing he's bad is like his technique is not the cleanest and like he wins a lot because he gets people tired you know of like he's also really up. creative though exactly like, yeah he's creative he has like good cardio. And I think his he's like not like super technical, but he's like technical enough to keep up. Yeah. And like he'll capitalize on the mistakes mm -hmm. that you make because he does something so weird, weird that you've never seen. Exactly. And he doesn't stop doing those things. <laughs> yeah. And like with p fighters that get gas, like the Barboza and shit like that, it's it matters, you know. But like now with the elite fighters, I'm like, I don't know if he could beat people like like Connor. I think he can beat him now. You know, at yeah, one like, point, go down the list. Like, uh, yeah. I feel like at one point Connor is bound to. Tony, no, I don't think no, so. No, 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 not anymore. Oh. No, there's no way. I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> for for Tony's sake, for Tony's yeah. sake exactly. He's gonna walk in there, get beat up, but at least he'll get checked for it. But still, um, I just still like with the main event, like with like legends, I kind of die out, especially with the sport. It's all like who's fresh. Yeah, and like well, when there's people like that are fresh, they bring in like. New moves, like new shit that is like, oh, like it incites the audience and it makes mm -hmm. more people like, all right, I'm going to go like watch him. Yeah, honestly. And he's like the like he's like a baby Ferguson or like he's like a baby Connor. Or, like, you know, it's like uh, leveling the game up on like. A yeah, new level like for people. So it's kind of puts all the champs or all the legends up in a really like. 
like all right like let's see if you're really about it you know like yeah. even if you're old now like let's see if you're still like if you still got that heart yeah. in you with all these like new up and coming that are like fresh and then they have the heart and the power and they're like just fresh you know but it's a trip too because like charles Oliveira isn't the guy that's like coming up like young like he's been in the ufc for 10 years like he's already he's like 31 which is still it's a great time for him to like kind of hit his prime and like the best he's ever looked honestly with his striking and everything like i think he has a really good chance of like challenging against top guys you know but i do think honestly i'm not gonna lie like i still think connor can beat him the only thing is the submissions you know like you never know but connor's ground game is actually not that bad like i still think this yeah first I was like, oh, Connor, like, he got dominated by Habib, but still, he, I think he put up the best fight against Habib, like, even yeah. better than I his can, I think, you know? His defense is legit good. It's not it's bad. Good. Yeah, and his, like, submission defense is actually pretty pretty yeah. solid, too. Yeah, I think, like, he doesn't get a, a lot of credit for, for his, just because, like, he was always known as a striker. And, yeah. like, Chad Mendes, way back when, kind of took him down at will. Mm-hmm. And, like, people then just created the narrative, like, oh, if you take this guy down, you're going to tire him out and you're going to beat him. Like, obviously, like, he's improved that a mm-hmm. lot over the time. And then they say, like, oh, well, Nate Diaz took him down. Like, Nate Diaz took him down because he was, like, really, really hurt. And he was fucking pushing the pace on Connor, exactly. honestly. Yeah, so, I like, I think that's, like, something that's underrated. Like, yeah. his takedown defense is pretty good. He, he, he knows what he's doing down there, but he's not going to threaten with the submissions. But, I mean, yeah, like, if you go down the list with, like, with, like, Tony, like, Tony against McGregor. I favor McGregor. All day. Tony against Poirier. I favorite Poirier. I favorite Poirier too. Yeah. Um, then it's uh, Tony against Hooker. Against Hooker, I honestly I favor Hooker. Like, yeah, Hooker's even th- like I'm like ah, Tony has a good chance against Hooker with his missions, but still, as far as the feet goes, like so now who, what's next for t- Tony? Yeah, I mean, who knows? You gotta man. just go down that. the list there. You yeah. probably have to, gonna get somebody like Benish Dariush or something. Oh yeah, honestly, if uh Dariush is gonna fight. Got a fight scheduled against uh Diego Fajeda. Yeah, so the winner of that, that one's good. That yeah. way, like like Tony's still a name, and I mean that dude had his arm basically broken. Broken, bro. Oh my and god. And he got controlled, and people are saying, like, oh, like he sucks. Like, dude, this dude's arm was broken. Like yeah. he did pretty good for still having one like fighting with one arm. Yeah, at first for sure he broke it or something. Because once he put that arm on like in between his armpit oh, was, and like dude, pulled back. Yeah. Watch. He, and like when he walked to the corner too, like he didn't really move it, and you could tell it like either hyperextended or something. He must have torn some shit in his elbow because you're not gonna walk that away from brutal. that clean. Uh, sorry, so something that just does know Brandon Moreno versus uh Figueroa. Broken arms. Almost Brandon. Yeah, what'd you think? Oh my god! All I kept screaming. I heard that. one of I heard one of the his cornermen saying "Vamos Brandon." The whole yeah. pile's like "Vamos Brandon." <laughs> Um, Imagine you're like a cornerman too, and you're like, <laughs> "Go, Brandon." And that's your advice to them, yeah, not like, like technical go. stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, that's how I feel about one that one guy's girlfriend. That's Ori. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him, baby. Go harder. She did say that. Get mad. Get angry. <laughs> you, do you prefer that or fight like Tyson with uh, uh, Diego Sanchez <laughs> and the Guru or whatever? Have you ever seen that one guy's like rip his dick off <laughs> <laughs> by his ear? Fuck. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, so the main event, Brandon Moreno and Figueiredo. Dude, what a fight. Like, I I was saying to my friends, I was like, my heart my heart wants Tony and it wants Moreno to win. But my gut is telling me that Figgy and that Charles is going to win. And I was kind of right. Like, 
Figueredo did such a good job of like keeping the range and like using his striking to just like beat him, you know, like outpoint him in a way because he just was landing the bigger strikes and he was landing like good combinations in the later rounds when Brandon would actually throw combinations at him, like put a couple things together, not just throw one or two strikes. It was like favoring him a lot more, I felt, because yeah. in the times that he was trying to like pick one shot, two shots. He was having a lot of trouble because, I mean, Figgy, that's his game, you know, like countering and shit and, like, moving around. He has, like, that Connor striking prowess where he's just, like, such a killer on the feet. And, like, you know if he lands some shit right, like, it's going to put you to sleep, you know. And, like, it's going to hurt you. And, like, for Brandon to, like, stick through some of the shots that got landed on him, that showed, like, his Mexican warrior heart, you know. Like, yeah. it was, like, typical. And then, like, like I still liked the, the fight that he put. I think he could fix a lot of things to, like, go better. But... I'm glad that he got this fight because I honestly feel like this fight, even though he didn't win, it made him a lot better because, like, he's a fighter to me that, like, hadn't had the, like, championship, like, that rub, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he hasn't fought, like, the top guys. Like, he was always, like, having trouble in the beginning of his career and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, like you got to put... Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to put respect on his name now. Now, for sure, because yeah. he's going to be a killer to anybody, like... And I think there's a couple of guys that could put a good fight up with Figueredo, but what do you think about the fight, Oro? Yeah, so, I mean, like, because, like, I mean, Moreno was the underdog, like, his personality is, like, so kiddish, it's, like, so cool, yeah. that, like, it's hard not to root for that guy, like, and then, like, especially the way, like, Figueredo handles himself, too, he's, like, this, like, bully, like, I don't care what you do, I'm gonna walk you down and I'm gonna knock you out, where, like, it was, it's hard not to just be, like, yeah. come on, Brandon, come on, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. And he's Mexican, too, so you got to yeah. go for him, too. Yeah. Um, Especially their, their uh, face-off, too. Yeah. Dude, literally, Figueredo's, like, so short, and he's, like, so small, but that dude is so scary. Yeah, um, honestly. Yeah, but, like, if you actually go, like, round by round, like, in my, in, through my point of view, like, first round, I think that Figueredo, like, took control of the octagon. Brandon didn't, he, like, threw back, but, like, he didn't do really anything that round yeah i think the only thing that he did was prove that it was going to be a good fight yeah but he definitely lost that round for first sure. round yeah second round kind of the same thing but a little bit more like brandon actually started landing on him yeah and but i still think that it was like that was 100 percent figueredo's round mm. third third round that's when like the tide kind of shifted and i think that and that's also where he lost the point right yeah that was where he lost the point yeah so that's where he lost the point and then that's when, like, Brandon started doing a lot better. I almost give that round to... I think that Brandon won that round. Trip, honestly, uh, the scorecards on, like, the actual judges' scorecards off the third round was all given to Moreno, pretty much. Or, yeah. no, sorry, Figueredo. Yeah, yeah. It was given to Figueredo because it was a 9-9 nine, nine on, on, like, multiple uh, judges' scorecard. It was kind of a round of, like, two... It was, like, a uh, like two-sided round. Like, the yeah. first yeah. side, it was all Figueredo, and then the rest of it was all Moreno. Yeah. So it was, like, kind of hard to, like... To, it was kind of hard to like it, it was a close round regardless yeah. i kind of gave it a little bit more to moreno but like it was still a close round he should in my like he should have lost that point for the low blow though like yeah. that was super rough and it seemed intentional like it, it didn't even like at one point i was like oh maybe that was an accident but like it looked like he kind of just like searched for that and especially to get like a little break you know what i mean i think he was a little yeah it i did think it i was like dude if he gets up like like obviously like i'm like that dude was hurt yeah but like i was like dude he should get up faster and just like yeah. put the pace on him because like he's clearly fading and it happened right when you like started noticing that like he was fading exactly yeah. so it was like uh, it was questionable yeah yeah and then the the fourth round was like a hundred percent i that think was the Brandon's eye poke round. also happened when he was like fading so oh, he, poked, he poked marina huh 
Yeah. So yeah. I think that might have been a little questionable. That was questionable to me, but that was like a straight accident. And I was like, hmm, it just looked like, I don't know, questionable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like fourth round, all Brandon, like I don't see how anybody would have like at that point, like Davison was like surviving, especially at the end of it. Where like you, you always saw it. Like after he came out from the from the beginning of the round, he was like fresh, mm-hmm. and he was like he'd give you like one minute hard, and then like the second Die minute on. was like fatiguing, and then like the last three minutes were like surviving. Yeah, and like Brandon would take advantage of that, and then that's why it was like so unfortunate that in the fifth round, I mean, dude, think about how like how tired Figueredo was and yeah. how hard he threw that kick to break his arm, Bro. because like after he landed that kick, like Brandon was like nothing yeah like, yeah he the fifth round was super slow like the whole time you could tell that either that figurado was super gassed out and that brandon was hurt or something because like he didn't really want to throw that hand yep. and you could see the sick hematoma on his arm and, and he, he was said, like adjusted yeah he said he wasn't broken but like i think it was because every time he threw it he would kind of like fix it and stuff like you said like adjusting it and like it was just like dude I was like, oh, man, this fifth round, you have to put the pace on. But Figueredo did a kind of good job at putting the pace at the end, you know, or yeah, like times hard. where he needed it. Yeah, yeah so, hard. like, I'll give it to him. Like, I think he's going to get probably fighter of the year just with this win and, like, taking the fight well, it wasn't a win. Back. It was a draw. It, true, yeah, true, true, true. It, but he kept the bell, which is like, the you know, it was a win. Yeah. It's like, fuck. That's when they were announcing the, the that it was a draw, and they're like, and still. You're yeah, like, oh, you're like, ah, uh, once I heard a draw, I was like. Fuck, he still has a belt, but do you think they should run it back right away, or do you think they should like look for other options? No, first? run it back right away. Yeah, I, I think you have to run it back right away because it was a draw. The draw. Like, I would prefer that they fight other guys mm. just for like the simple fact of like just get Moreno better. Like, yeah, I think yeah. Regard, like, take the point away that he lost for the uh, for the low blow, and it's pretty one sided. He wins on all three judges like unanimously. Like Figueredo wins if you exactly. take the low blow away. Yeah, so like. Yeah, I think we're almost, like, giving too much prop to Moreno because, like, we were expecting him to get shut out and get finished in the first round. Yeah. And it's, like, it's like normal to give it, but, like, Figueredo clearly won that fight. And, like, I think it, it took the a little bit of the scariness away from Figueredo because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, dude, this guy finishes everybody, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But for me, it kind of made him a little bit more scarier because I would think that by, the like, the, the third or fourth round, he would be completely gassed. And no, like in the fifth round, he was still going. Like mm-hmm. this dude has no quit in him. He's gonna be hard to take the belt away from him because Seriously. not only does he have power, really good submissions, and like he has really good takedown defense where he's like kind of able to get up at will. But like he can go five rounds. Yeah, uh, I think that like if he, against the like against like a Henry or somebody or somebody that has really good like takedowns. It's going to be like a, a little bit of a better test because like you get a little bit more tired when you're grappling and it's like a different kind of tired mm-hmm. because this was like for what it was worth. Like Moreno took him down a few times, but they were absolutely like they he didn't do any damage. Yeah, yeah. it was like just to like change the pace of the fight and to get the takedown in his like, like yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't really like, oh, I'm trying to get damage, trying to get a dominant position. But yeah. And then also Moreno wasn't really trying to fight on his on the mat. I feel like he was like at I, some point he I was think like he couldn't. I think, like, yeah, Figueredo was so much stronger than yeah, him. Yeah, that he was, like, w- I feel like, didn't they go on the mat on the first round? After that first round, they she was, like, not trying to keep it on the ground. He was, like, I'm just going to. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just, like, there was, the size was, like, very evident, too, where, like, Figueredo was, like, the dominant force. He would just kind of push him around. But, like, like Moreno had his moment, and he almost finished. Yeah, for a moment, in my perspective, Moreno looked like his equal up there. 
And yeah, if we, if it wasn't for those champ like those championship rounds, which matter the fucking most, mm-hmm. um, he, and in that arm, like I feel like Moreno would have won. He could have got it together, honestly. He just. I, I like you said, I do think that they should like run it with someone else just because of the fact that like if the point hadn't been ejected, Figgy would have won, you know, and it would have been a clear win. Nobody exactly. would have complained at all. Exactly. And yeah. the route would have been, all right, let's do this again, you know, and kinda like run it back. I'm not too sure if that's how the the fight with uh Steven Wonderboy went with, with Woodley, like 'cause you know how they drew two. Yeah, they, I forgot if it was like a point deduction or if it was just like a ten eight round. It was I a ten eight round. It was it was, uh, it was uh, the last round 'cause like when it when yeah, Woodley Wonderboy was got down, rocked. Yeah, Woodley was down on all all the rounds. Um he had just won like one or two. And then, like, in the end, he was just, like, he went hard and, yeah. he, like, knocked him down. He almost finished him. Like, it was, it was actually a 10-8. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, fights like that, I'm like, ah, I understand, you know. But, like, I still want Brandon to get a little bit better because I think he's going to even come better next time, you know, like, when he goes to fight. Because he just, like, improved. I feel like he's stepping up bounds, yeah. bounds, you know what I mean? Every fight that he comes out, he, like, gets a lot better. So, I'm actually, like, super excited to see if they do make the rematch. I feel like they are because... Dana said he was like, we have to run that back right yeah. away. Yeah. So if they run that back, I'm still going to say, honestly, I think I got Figgy as a <laughs> same, favorite. Same. But, like, Moreno for sure can change some things up and and give him more of a war. You know what I mean? So it's, like, the question, like, does he come back better or, like, what happens? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, Figueredo is good. Like, mm-hmm. he's good and he, like, like, like Jess said, the only time that they were equals was, like, round four. When, like, Figueredo was extremely exhausted. So, like, for what it's worth, like, yeah, they could eventually become equals in terms of, like, their what they have to offer. But, like, it took three rounds of getting that massive dude tired in order for the fight to be really But within those rounds, he would get him tired. So, like, by the end of the round, he would be tired. Yeah. Tired. Like, like, fuck the saved by the bell type (laughs) of tired. Yeah, there was a couple times where he looked like... Yeah, like just rock. But you know what? I think it's the weight cut. Like a weight cut makes a big difference because he looks like a big guy for that weight class, like one twenty five. Like he's shredded, he's fucking huge. Like <laughs> Moreno looked so small compared to him. Like just the size difference, you know. He looks like your younger cousin, bro. Like, is that, <laughs> yeah. is that like skinny. Moreno's like size? Yeah, he, oh, it's okay. size. It's interesting too because um they had a like replacement fighter just in case. Did you hear about that, Manel Cape? I, yeah, I read something like Manel yeah. Cape is like a champion at some other promotion or whatever but he had a fight originally scheduled i think the other person pulled out because of covid so they were like fuck it let's just keep you right there man honestly mm-hmm. but honestly like the whole card itself was actually really good like you said for having three fights that were championship fights all get pulled from the card to still be like as good as it was honestly i think it's even better than next week's card which is still next week's card is not that bad but yeah i mean so the hamza versus edwards oh. fight like that's something i really wanted to see because like Come on, Leon, like, you've had such a bad year, and you have, like, the <laughs> opportunity to finish and, like, w- like have a good name, like, and you fucking lose it just because you got COVID. And I heard he actually got it really bad, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. like, you, you don't want to... The thing is, about the, the thing about Leon is, like, he's almost like a forgotten guy now. Yeah. So, like, he needs to fight somebody to just get, like... His the, name back the, out the there. The crowd, yeah, back out there. If not, like, he's just not going to get the championship fight against Kamaru. If not, man, if he doesn't do some shit soon, then he's just going to be, like, out... Far out, cause like, what's coming up? The Burns and Wood and uh, Usman fight. I'm not sure when the fuck that's gonna happen. That's in February. Uh, they they already made it. The like, next pay per view is a uh, McGregor versus Poirier. Oh, man, that, who do you got on that? Poirier. Yeah. I like. I, I know McGregor, I'm gonna get. I know I'm gonna like want McGregor to win, and yeah. he's gonna win. But like, 
secretly voting for Poirier. Nah, I, I, feel I like have no idea who's gonna win, but like honestly, I, like I'm because I like want more people to like MMA. Yeah. I always sometimes go for like like I like the Poirier underdog. much more, but like I'd rather Connor win so that way like three months from then Connor could fight for the championship. Yeah, and then everybody's watching UFC. Be sick. Honestly, yeah. I feel like they have to make that fight for a belt. If they don't make that fight for a belt. I feel like Charles could probably get the winner of that and yeah. maybe even fight for the belt. If not, like, I would say the winner of Chandler and whoever the fuck, like, Gaethje or some shit. Because yeah. I feel like Chandler's going to fight Gaethje, like, inevitably, you know? Like, that's the only fight that, like, kind of would make sense. Yeah, especially at the top of the ranking for him to get in with someone that has a name and shit. Like, why not, you know? And I think that's actually a pretty good matchup for Gaethje to win, too. So, like, that would put him back in, like, title contention and stuff. For you know sure, what I mean? Like, sure. it'll get his name right back out there. Yeah, yeah. I what mean... What do you think about the Jeff Neal versus a Wonder Boy fight? Who do you think? Who do you have on that? Yeah, I, I've, I've watched a few of Jeff Neal's fights, but I haven't. I, I'm not like really well versed in who Jeff Neal is because he has kind of like a, a lower like name on it. Yeah, but like it's so hard to beat Wonder Boy because Wonder Boy is like your prime example of just like a point fighter, mm-hmm. and like from what I've seen of Neal is that he's just like. He's, like, a good striker, but he's not, like, a super techno. He's a little bit of, like, a controlled brawler. Yeah. Like, and there's no way that he beats Wonder Boy in, like, a point fight. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, if, if, it, if it comes and, like, Neil's trying to be, like, careful and, like, not to... Like, I think Neil has to go hard on, on Wonder Boy to beat him. And he does, he can because he has, like, long, like really good kicks. He, like, knocked out Mike Perry with the head kick. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think... That leg kick knocks out Wonder Boy because Wonder Boy's like range game is so good. Like yeah. he manages distance so well. So I think that if it, if it turns into a little bit of a slugfest, like Jeff Neal has to win. Yeah. But if it's like a, a five round point fight, like how does Wonder Boy lose? I agree because like just the ability of Wonder Boy to get like in and out of space and like he's not fighting like you said like Mike Perry. Mike Perry's not a guy that's like gonna have so much head movement to get out of the way you know like he looks like he likes to eat shots to give some back you know yeah, like yeah. wonder boy is a prime example of someone that doesn't like to get hit and then when he gets hit like he gets pretty rocked so like the ability of like jeff neil to knock him out wouldn't surprise me because like we've seen wonder boy get questioned a couple times you know or like just get hit in moments where it's like he's falling asleep and he gets lulled to sleep and then just gets hit like with the yeah. pettis fight like he was a little too confident and started going in too much, and then boom, got clipped off a counter. But I think he's actually gonna win this fight, honestly. Just off the point fighting, like you said, like his yeah. ability to get in and out, and like Jeff is like he's a good striker, but he's not like the guy that's gonna be like creating a sick brawl with you. If he does create a brawl, then I think that's probably like his best his chance, be- his best, like his his uh his avenue to win. Exactly. But like you also, he's like Wonder Boy is like like he's in my my point of view, he's a boring fighter. Yeah. At least, uh, like, recently. If you give him a chump, it's going to be a cool fight because mm-hmm. you're going to see that guy piece him up. But, like, if you go and, like, watch his, like, Vicente Luque fight, if you watch, like, his Jorge Masvidal fight, both elite, elite strikers. Mm-hmm. But that, like, because the range with, like, his kicks is, like, keeps him at bay, like, they don't have anything for him. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, it becomes a boring fight because it's so technical. But then, like, yeah, like, Jeff has to, like, push the pace and like get in his face and just make it a dirty fight because if not it's going to be like a five round like kind of point fight and it'll have its moments but i just can't see like it being do you shit. guys ever see gaichi and Khabib? i mean connor fighting uh gaichi and connor that could be a fight honestly if like i said if chandler wins and uh or sorry if gaichi beats chandler or something like that i could see them making that a title fight 
and maybe even holding Charles off. But a part of me feels like they want to put Charles up already for a title because he's had such like a long streak already so far. Yeah. It's like a Tony kind of streak, you know, and not being like fed the title. So, I mean, why not? You know, like Charles, you're coming off beating a guy like Tony. So, like, fuck, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, that, that division's all like caught up right now because of Habib. To it's be Connor. Honest. So, they're going to put the biggest fights possible. I feel and like yeah. they're going to have to means make that. that Charles is not in the picture. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Charles is not the big name yet. Like, but honestly, he did a lot for himself, I think, winning against Tony because yeah, for sure. It's like, fuck, you dominated against a guy that's been so good the last couple years, but it's fuck. End of a run, man. End of a run. Well, Rip. sad moment. We'll end this podcast right here. I appreciate you for being on, bro. Thank anytime, you once again. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah, Jess, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I got lost for a second. This fucking fly has been in the room. I'm going to go fade this fool right now. Honestly, I'm going to go catch that, get that electric thing and just buzz this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys for listening to the episode. I appreciate you, Richard, for being on. Thanks for having us. Appreciate you, Jess. Sure. Thank you, guys. Ollie, thank you for squeaking your little ball at one point in the episode. Hope you guys like that little sound effect for my boy. He just wanted to be a part of the show. Yeah, he just wanted his little his little spotlight. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys. <laughs> we out.